So you have a best friend at work. I mean, do you really have a friend or do you have an acquaintance who you'd like to call a friend or is it just a very good acquaintance? There's a slight difference between each of these categorizations. You can have a great friend which stands by you by definition, stands by you through thick and thin, through ups and downs, does not judge you for who you are or who you want to be. And then there are acquaintances or good acquaintances which are there as your party friends. There to have fun, go on vacations together and a whole bunch of fun things. But come the sight of trouble, these good acquaintances don't seem to be around. Or the moment you become more successful than them, then an element of competition, an element of envy, rivalry kicks in. And before you think, well, this is always happening to me, (laughs) are you doing the same to your friend? I don't know. Let's dive in and find out. Hello and welcome to Bus Talk, a podcast about your work-life balance or the lack thereof, where we do simple talk in the world of complex commentary, the life around work and sundry. It's for those who need support in strife, stuck in the traffic of work life, hoping to find a method to the madness, joy in sadness, clarity in confusion and sanity in this commotion. Welcome to Bus Talk. So let's start at the very beginning, right? You're just out of college. Usually people start with a seven or eight member team, you and seven others join a company all together, either from campus or from other places. You hail from different families, but in so far, you kind of land up in a very similar work culture. And therefore, many things are very similar. You go through the ups and downs together, the early learnings, the early successes and the early failures. There's so much of bhaijara, there's so much of brotherhood and sisterhood, if you will, that prevails. And which essentially means you almost have a hangover thing like, oh, college is continuing. You know, I had buddies at college. Now I have friends here. The difference being in college, I had to pay money to the college. And now you've got to work to get paid. The first few years, so zero to five years of work, typically pass rather comfortably. You're in demand. People offer you jobs because you carry less baggage. You're easily moldable. And You are full of energy and you have less questions to ask the management and you take up jobs rather quickly and easily. And so you and the seven or eight of you who have joined together have a reasonably good run. You're still friends. You think you're great friends. Then around the 30-year mark, some of you get married. Some of you are about to get married. There's a slight transition. The life takes a first change into professional adulthood, if you will. You're still in teenage, considering it's a 30-year journey, but nevertheless, you take you, you notice a change in the way the work happens. You become a little more serious. The work pressure is a little bit more. There's a little bit more pull and push in between the seven or eight of you and suddenly realize that around the five, six-year mark, you started with eight people. Now you're down to about five. Three of them kind of fell away either by way of performance or by way of trying to do something else. And so you you are just five of you now from the original group of eight people. This is the time when life happens the fastest for you. You get married, you have a kid, you know, the classic assembly line factory 
mechanism that most of the society goes through and you apply for a home loan saddle yourself with a 20 year old home loan assuming that you still have the job you still have enough uh, promotions and the job itself will remain and so on so forth that many assumptions you have the classic i want to settle down at age 30 kind of a mindset which baffles me till date to be honest why would you want to settle down but that's a topic for some other day so 30 to 35 you consolidate your work experience you've been given responsibilities you slowly climb up the salary ladder not necessarily the job level ladder you could become a team lead you could do all that but that's all notional heart of arts you know that right but yes your compensation levels go up and so those five people that are with you you generally feel good you bitch about the manager the management and think about the politics in the company talk about the power plays that happen within the leaders and you think huh, if when we become the leaders we are going to be very different if only we got a chance but these guys never understand our worth and once they do uh, it might be too late i might just go and look for another job Lo and behold, five years further, you are at around age 35. This is your approaching mid-career for many people, right, in these days. And some of you or your previous colleagues, you get to hear, oh, they've become a vice president. And you're like, gawk, seriously? How did she become vice president? How did he become the director or whatever? And you're like, they must be doing something so magical that uh, it's almost unreal. And, you know, the underlying tonality being that you're being doubt you're doubting what they're doing right and they must have gotten lucky they must have sucked up their way to top for lack of a better expression and so on and so forth and then you and these five people slowly realize that the interaction between you has suddenly become from being these bum chums and buddies and friends to a little bit of uh, great acquaintances somewhere it has quickly transitioned from being buddies to great acquaintances what is a great acquaintance you know them really well you've spent time with them you hang around at work go for a smoke break together go for coffees together on fridays you are seen at pubs together your wives or partners or girlfriends or spouses or better halves know each other and you drive down over the weekend spend time as in there is a lot of similarity like to like and then over time you suddenly get to around the 40 year mark that's when the fun time begins why because now is the serious competition time so the veneer the facade of all that great acquaintance slows slowly starts to peel away and now that great acquaintance starts to become a good acquaint acquaintance and yes i know the guy and there are you have people around you now you've become a manager or a senior manager knocking at the doors of senior management where now suddenly there are whispers that you've got to show leadership ability that what is your individual original style you realize there are very few positions now not everyone can get promoted at the same time and you want that job clearly there's a lot of compensation benefit at stake prestige power what have you a lot of people around you below you parallel to you make you feel that you deserve it you should have been there and so on and so forth and then you start to i don't know if it's fair to say overestimate yourself but in your assessment you think you are underpaid and overworked that is a truth that lasts the entire career life cycle for majority of people and so at age 40 that great acquaintance became a good acquaintance now a known acquaintance and now suddenly that facade is peeling away and you slowly start to speak 
about them or let's just say against them. Well, let's address the elephant in the room. You start to bitch about them. Yep, that's how blunt it is. It starts off with a whisper. It starts off with being quiet if someone is criticizing somebody else's perform that person's performance. And over time, you start to become vocal about it. It's done behind closed doors. There are no confrontations or arguments, but it's the, the tension is now evident. You don't hang around as much with each other. Clearly, there is this competition between you uh, and this person. You've got a 42-inch TV. The person says to the other, oh, I got a 44-inch TV three years back. You said, oh, you went to Manali for a holiday. He says, oh, I'm planning a trip to Switzerland. And so this one-upmanship creeps in in everyday conversations. And then you realize, hmm, this this was my best friend. What happened? Somewhere you start to miss that. And newer friends come along the way, right? Newer so-called friends. They have not transcended the time uh, as much but you suddenly find solace and you think oh where were you all these years and you find newer voices for you to hang around with and slowly you distance yourself farther and farther and every time the two of you meet clearly you are fighting or arguing or there is a subtle silent underlying cold war which is quite evident to the rest of the people around you so remember you started with eight people went down to five now you're just the two or three of you assuming a two of you This is around the 40, 45 year mark. And then everything starts to change. Why? Because one of you gets promoted and the other one does not. And God help, if you are in a situation where you have to report into this person, you were were the peer until a day back, you were hanging around at the pub, you were going to picnics and holidays together and so on and so forth. And now suddenly you have to report into this person. Suddenly the entire blood circulation in your body goes awry it flows upside down and you just don't like the feeling you're a queasy feeling you're almost tempted to say if you don't value me here is my resignation and how could you promote this person ahead of me ahead and you go on to list your achievements and how you've been better against but as you all know that once a decision is made it the decision is made you've got to suck it up and live with it. And if you can't live with it, then do something about it. As simple as that. There's no use of threatening the management. I will leave if you don't or else and all those things. People will say, uh, it, you know, if, if you do that in a large organization, they, you know, nobody's indispensable. I said, if you threaten and say, look, I'll leave and go, they'll say, okay. I mean, have you thought through it? And if you have, then good luck. And then they'll let you go. As simple as that. So don't go that path, right? But anyways, the situation is that acquaintance has now become your adversary. Clearly, you don't get along well. And now you're in a situation where you have to report to this person. So let's find out what happens when you report to such a person. And on the other hand, what does this person do who's got promoted? He's thinking or she's thinking, what's my, it's not my fault I got promoted. I must have been good. I have done good and I'm very confident and that's why I got promoted. What's my fault if that person is not able to get through? There are more complexities to it. She can't just shrug it away and do away with the problem. This problem is real. And so how does this person deal with it just having gotten promoted? Let's find out. So let's first talk about you, the one who got left behind. First of all, you did not get left behind. Remind yourself, it's a 30-year career. So at the 15-year mark, at the 20-year mark, if your 
colleague, peer, ex-friend is at a higher level than you are does not mean that at the 30th year, they you will exit in the same way. Oftentimes, how you begin is not how you end. Morning never shows the day, as I've said multiple times again. So at age 30, work age 30, as in your work experience at the 30-year mark, when you look back, whether you became a vice president at 40 or 35 or 45 will look very trivial. You laugh at it because that really doesn't hold value, relevance or any or any meaning actually. What will matter to you is, did you exit your career successfully? Did you exit your career where people loved you for the work that you've done, for the business impact that you've made, for the impact that you've done on people's lives who follow you as a leader, who respect you for your work ethic. And all of these things start to become that much more important. Yes, you would have still made a lot of money. I mean, money is never enough on on one side, but it's unlikely that if you've worked really hard and worked smart that you will not have enough money. You may not have as much money as two other people, possible, but that's how life is. That's why five fingers are not same. So you, if you find yourself at the 30th year mark that you are still a vice president and this uh, colleague of yours who was once at a lower level than you are now is a CEO of either the same company or somewhere else, could be possible. But is it such a showstopper then? Because you might be successful in other areas. Maybe you have had a great married life and the other person did not. Maybe you have that many more benefits that the other person totally missed out. And that I'm absolutely certain about. What I'm saying is you will always find something that has worked out better for you than the person that you are competing with. It's never absolutely identical that all those places where you succeeded, this person succeeded better. All those places where you failed, this person failed lesser. It'll never happen like that. It always crisscrosses where perhaps this person went on to become a CEO, you exited as vice president, but this person went on to have a terrible, miserable uh, three expensive divorces, whereas you had a very happy married life with wonderful children. And I'm simplifying, right? And you get the drift. You will find reasons to be happy. So it's not that you've lost a battle, you've lost the war, and you know, people will make hajar comments and thousands and thousands of anecdotes and this and that. But you have to find peace in them. And so my friend, if you think that you're missing out, you're not missing out anything. You are at a different pace, make peace with that pace and make peace with that pace and you will eventually find happiness and with you know what with happiness you will get success good now if you're the other one where you've just got on fast track and you got promoted and your friend has been left behind and you're thinking well she didn't get promoted because she didn't deserve it i deserved it so i got it i worked hard and what's wrong with it What's wrong in being successful? What's wrong in feeling good about what you do and what you've achieved? Nothing wrong with that, right? And so you will also realize the same set of logic that is applicable to you is also applicable to the friend that you moved past. What I mean by that is, yes, while you get promoted, don't think that is the end of problems. That will mean that there are different problems, newer problems, newer challenges that will come by. Something, Some of the stuff which is completely out of syllabus. And you thought, wow, I thought it would progressively get easier. 
but it doesn't. It progressively becomes more complex. So am I discouraging you? Is it bad to get promoted and get ahead in life? No, it is not bad. But you have to also scale up towards being able to handle newer challenges, bigger challenges, more complex challenges. The stakes are that much more higher. And like everyone says, the higher you go, the more humbler you need to become. You will realize that people are threatened by you. You will realize that people are insecure around you. Then there are those set of people who think that you don't deserve the place and they are plotting against you. It's a very real thing. Plotting meaning not by way of a criminal activity, plotting by way of creating a counter perception about you. They will have these sweet nothings whispered to people who are on the fringes about you and get them on their side. Essentially, build a consolidated army, if you will, to take you on. You know, they realize that they can't do it alone. And so they will build consensus amongst other people who think similar or who are on the mid path or middle ground and slowly inch closer and bring them closer to the other side and say, look, yep, you know what, we need to do this better. And so next time an opportunity comes in corporate world, you know that things change every two years, every three years, markets change, companies change, managements change, thought processes change, everything. So at the time, if you are not on top of your game, if you're not aware who can come in your way, who the people, the narrative will come to you. You know, the counter narrative, as much as they whisper, it will float somewhere and come into your ears. Oh, these people were saying things about me on these things. And so you will have to be a step ahead at all times. Like your bosses now are going to ask you to maintain harmony within the team. You have to anticipate that the set of people you were hanging around till about yesterday, now suddenly you are their boss. You can see their salary. You can, you can do, have an impact on their happiness, on their lives, on their careers, on their finances, on everything, right? You will be there at the end of the appraisal cycle. These people will be discussed in huddled rooms in front of you by other managers as well and performance evaluations and so on and so forth. This poses a big risk of unrest within the team. You will face non-cooperation. If there was ever a non-cooperation movement, this is the time. So you as the newly promoted leader will have to anticipate and be ahead and solve for it. How will you manage to extract information, performance, forecast, whatever the responsibility is? You can't just have or be in a situation where you get into an argument with the team and three people leave just because you got promoted. So your bosses, your new bosses now are going to put you under the pump and say, look, now you wanted the promotion, now that you've got it. Now you've got to handle the people who you were with until say a week ago, manage their expectations, take care of the problems. You are the manager now. So how you figure it out, it's your call. And so that's why I keep saying that just because you got promoted doesn't mean it solves all your problems in life. It gives you additional or different nature of situations for you to handle. And, and that's the pressure. And that's where the burnout happens. And that's where the wear and tear of the mind happens. That you have to constantly do this. It's, it's an unending thing. It's not that you do it for till I become a manager, till I became a director, till I became a VP and I realize, oops, there's a long way to go. Even if you were to become, say, the CEO, you still have the public to answer. If you are in a public limited company, if you are a startup founder, you have an investor to answer. And so it's a never ending process. You're never the end 
there is not an end to accountability and there shouldn't be one to be fair but you have to be a step ahead at all times and it takes a lot this grass is more toxic on the other side uh it isn't easy for either party the one who's made it to the top and the one who is just little behind and it all evens out in a 30 year run if you are at age 35 right now and you're thinking oh my god if i don't get promoted what will happen chill just relax do the best possible work that you can and things will happen you know like they say it's always seems impossible until it's done so keep aspiring keep pushing if that's what you want then plan your life well give that balance to your family give your balance quality time you know don't buy expensive gifts or spend copious amounts of money on expensive vacations uh, and be online and check mails while you're at it and say look i took you on a vacation we went on a holiday i did this i bought you this that's not quality time that's your fooling person you're fooling yourself so quality time is irrevocable once gone it will not come back and so if you find the opportunity to spend quality time just talking switch off the wifi <laughs> with your partner spouse family parent brother sister whoever do it that is the time that you just need to do it and everything else can wait and so the message that i'm trying to share here is that compartmentalize your life channelize when you do something just do that enjoy that be in the moment be in the present as much as we worry about planning for the future planning for everything it's not possible like i've always said this joke what is good luck the lightning misses you and strikes the tree behind you what is bad luck the tree falls on you <laughs> and so you'll realize when shit has to happen it'll happen you can't stop it you can plan for it a little bit here and there but if there is some unforeseen stuff that is there to happen it will happen so make peace with this uncertainty make peace with the unevenness of life as it were and say look i've got to be the best at what i do to the best of my ability let's not overestimate ourselves it's perhaps wrong to underestimate yourself given but clearly don't overestimate what you can do you know people overestimate and take loans for 20 years thinking they will get promoted they will have a job the job itself will remain and so many other assumptions they take and as counterintuitive as it might sound to you that when you look back and you talk to people right if you don't believe me go talk to those people who are at the 30 year mark they will more or less give you a very similar analogy don't over engineer your life your life cannot be a designer life do what you can and at the end of the day it will work out some way or the other you will have some regrets and you will have some joyous moments and it becomes like a zero sum game in some sense that you gain some and you lose some very rarely do you find people who say well i have always took the right decisions and got the right results and here i am as a glorification of everything and even if you take some of the most successful people around you be it sports people artists bosses leaders they all have had a very difficult counterbalancing element in their lives if you read books if you read their biographies you will know I mean, so have a great career don't worry about your competitive friend try and have more less competitive friends does not mean less efficient friends mind you efficiency and interpersonal competition is different 
both of you need to be very efficient not to waste about it and do well and in fact if you can work together and complement each other and enjoy each other's success chances are it will actually transcend into a true meaningful friendship instead of fighting like cats and dogs and eventually hurting and bruising each other and the point is what <laughs> after you do all of that you look back and said like this one guy or one person who understood me i kind of went and rubbed the person the wrong way and got my personal egos and everything in between and then net of the story is what that i'm lonely at the top a lot of people will give wise cracks and say oh, i'd rather cry in a bmw and all that that's all horse shit <laughs> it's not fun to be alone when you really want to share and so do it as a consistent thing right from the start so that by the time you get to a position where you can help other people you will have more friends and more positivity around you just look around you look at the set of leaders around you most of them have hunted in packs three or four people have worked together for a long period of time and they've moved together in many cases or even if they've not moved together next opportunity that they got to work together again they have hired the same people they had worked with say a decade earlier or so so do not underestimate the power of networking with your team you know you will all start remember the conversation you started with these eight people became five became three my ask of you is to ensure that you are in touch with all those people who you worked with over the years especially those who have been in favorable situations with those who you have not been in favorable situations have had a tiff had an argument or whatever doesn't matter go back pick up the phone and say look i just wanted to say a lot of water has passed beneath the bridge let's forget what about it and perhaps you and i misunderstood each other can we reset the equation you don't need to hug me and like me and all that but at least let's become neutral again and it takes a lot to forgive and forget especially if you've been politically hurt in a game or somebody's just beat beaten you by some unfair means and so on so forth and yeah there are those exceptions which you cannot just let go and cannot forgive i'm guessing you know to each his own but by and large you will see that there are those set of people who you've just had a ego battle or a somewhat stupid or you know young age foolhardiness if you will go back and see if you can rework the equation and say look can we meet can we just have a quick conversation and there's no underlying intention here there is no expectation is just that we want to reset and you will see the more people you have reset over time that negative will come to zero and then from zero it'll start to become positive and that's what you want you want to surround yourself with people who will vouch for you because not just because when you don't have a job that these are the people who might help you get one but the other ways as well when you are in a job this is a small it industry is a very small fraternity or and so you will find familiar faces in multiple departments as you take up new roles in new geographies very very similar people because they are almost having a similar career trajectory or path albeit in a different pace but you will find similar people and so you don't want to join a job and say oh god this person is here again you'd rather be like wow i did a good thing by resetting the equation then and let me see if i can leverage on that and it always helps so on that note enjoy your work i know it's tough it is a high pressure cooker situation this is a tough gig to do 
but if you have good acquaintances good friends and if you can build good friends over a period of time then that's an asset you will carry even post retirement and that's the goal stay positive be happy share this podcast with people who might benefit from it who might even have a contrarian point of view who knows i'm happy to listen i'm open to listening to different situations share me a comment or leave a voice message there's a link for you below or reach out to me on my social media handles and just leave a couple of words and i'd really appreciate you know share some of these insights so that you don't repeat the same mistakes that i did or some of us did in our career lines and if even if one person benefits from it then you know it, it's all the more meaningful on that note uh, have a good week day month ahead i'll see you soon stay positive stay safe and get your a game to work this is ian your host and you are listening to bus talk